Welcome to the Profitable Speaking Podcast, where we help you build a profitable six-figure business from the stage. Here's your host, Mr. Web Marketing, Brad Hauck. Welcome to episode 32 of the Profitable Speaking Podcast, where we provide practical tips and insights to help you succeed as a public speaker. In today's episode, we're going to look at focusing in on your one thing. So a few years ago, I started writing a book and I got probably 5,000 words into it. And then I thought, I'll do some research online and see if anyone else is talking about this topic. And I actually found out there was a New York Times bestseller called The One Thing which horrified me and, of course, devastated me because I thought I was onto something pretty original. And to be honest, I was. What their book's about, and we'll talk a little bit about that today, and what I think the one thing is all about, were slightly different things. And I think my way is better. So you can decide. It's up to you. But I've tried my method and it's worked well. I've used it in raising kids. And I learned this method based on when I was teaching and put pretty simply, my method of the one thing is focusing on one thing in multiple areas of your life. So say, play one sport, do one community event that you're involved in, play one instrument. So rather than trying to do 20 instruments at once, unless you're a musician, of course, which is different, you get really good at that one thing. You double down on what it is you're good at. And rather than playing six or seven sports and trying to get all over the place and do those sports, pick one that you really enjoy that you excel at, etc. So that's the basis of my theory of the one thing. And I think that this really helps in life because it makes your life a lot more simple and yet you do better because you're doubling down on what it is that you're really passionate about, that you're really good at, and that you're going to succeed in. The concept of multitasking, and this is why I don't like multitasking, has been proven to be a myth, basically. People can't multitask no matter what they say. There's been plenty of studies now showing that it doesn't happen. Yes, some people are better at seemingly to do multiple things at once, but there is so many studies that show that the minute someone gets interrupted, etc., it causes problems. For example, the research from University of California, Irvine, shows office workers would take an average of 25 minutes to recover from interruptions and to return to their original task. So if you're trying to do more than one thing at once, you're actually interrupting yourself multiple times. Psychologist Clifford Nass said, people who multitask all the time can't filter out irrelevancy. They can't manage a working memory and they're chronically distracted. They initiate much larger parts of their brain that are irrelevant to the task at hand. So there's lots and lots of research on that. But today I'm going to dig into the concept of focusing in on your one thing. So the concept of one thing, it's a principle that emerged from the best-selling book by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan, where they put forward the idea that by zeroing in on the single most important task in any given project, you can make everything else easier or even unnecessary. This means identifying the tasks that when completed will create the greatest impact towards achieving your overall goals. It's not about spreading yourself thin by juggling multiple tasks, but about channeling your energy into what truly matters to you. I'm going to look at that and explore why that concept is so powerful and how you can apply it to achieve greater productivity and success. So I was applying my version of the rule long before the book concept existed. And I see one thing as an all-encompassing strategy to winning in life, not just winning at a task. So while I think that the concept in the book 
actually does apply. There's no doubt that focusing on one thing at once actually allows you to dig down further. I also believe that you should apply the one thing rule to different areas in your life. And I'll go into that a little bit further, obviously, as we go. When I'm on a fire as a firefighter, we have a win or win focused with one main goal. And it makes things so much easier when everybody knows what we're trying to achieve. Whatever we do is all towards that one thing. And that makes things so much easier. And in the workplace, the same thing applies. It's an overarching sort of goal, overarching mission that applies to everything we do. In your case, in your life, I believe that you should pick the thing that you love doing the most, that you enjoy, that you do well, and that you can be successful in. Not everything in life has to be about profit. Obviously, if you're choosing something in business, yeah, it should be something that's going to pay. But if you're choosing something spiritually or musically or fitness-wise, that's different. Go with the one that gets you the best results that you love. Remember that when you focus in on the one thing, a lot of times people are really focused on the outcome. But I've learned along the way that the outcome is not the success, okay? The success is in the process. If you have all your energy focused on achieving that one thing, when you get to the end, you're actually going to find yourself quite unfulfilled. And this has been proven time and time again. You can talk to plenty of high achievers about this. If you really want to enjoy what you do, you must learn to love the process. So yes, focus on one thing, but when it comes to achievement, focus on the process, not the result. And as I said, there's lots and lots of stories about this. So one thing at a time, absolutely essential because we can't multitask, but let's have a look at one thing in every section of our life so that we get greater control over what's going on. So how do you identify your one thing? This question is central to the process, and it's not always an easy one to answer. It actually requires some sincere thought and deep understanding of your own goals, your values, and your passions. Consider what it is you want to achieve in your life and your career, and then ask yourself, what is the one task or activity or focus that will have the greatest impact on reaching that objective? Remember, your one thing may not be what you spend most of your time on right now, or it may not be what others expect from you. It's about what is most significant and impactful for you personally. I also see it as identifying ways of, I suppose, simplifying your life is probably the best way to do it. In my life, with my children, the way I had brought them up was that one thing is how we do things. You can do one sport. And it's that way we're not running around everywhere trying to get two kids to do five different sports. It's crazy. And in my case, I was lucky in a way. My kids both chose swimming originally. So we just took them to the pool and picked them up. When it came to instruments, at school, they were given the opportunity to play an instrument in year three. And it was a string instrument. My son, for example, really loved playing cello. But then in year five, they gave them woodwind instruments or band instruments, and he got a flute, and he loved playing that too. But when it came down to the decision, he had to make a choice between one or the other. He chose cello, and he continued on playing cello. Now, that's a hard decision. Some parents would allow their kids to do every instrument, and that's great. But in his case, 
it was the right decision. He had schoolwork, he had swimming, got everything else going on, and he's very dedicated to those in in my son's case. And so choosing between them was really important. Whereas in my daughter's case, she did the same thing, different instruments, but chose neither of them (laughs) because music really wasn't her thing. In the case of my own business, my one thing was SEO. My SEO, when I stuck to SEO as my one thing, suddenly I started to get cut through of my business. And I've discussed this previously in the podcast. Once you start to get known for that one area, you start to get known in the market. It starts to expand. People know you as the person that does that one thing. And the same applies in the speaking world. Okay, We talk about being in your lane. And so you get to be known for that one thing. It's really important that while, as I said, my version of the one thing is slightly different to the book, focusing in on those is interesting and it makes life a little bit more manageable because it can get out of control really quickly. Some people I know have divided their lives up into pillars, if you like, for example, to use the term pillars. So you've got physical, spiritual, family, business, community, etc., and that might sound a lot. You've got your exercise program that you do, or you might be a triathlete. I don't know. It depends how far you take physical. Spiritual, you've got your church or your non-church or whatever that you believe. You've got your family. So there's family time. And some people have a lot of family time. Some people have a little family time. Business, community involvement. So my firefighting falls into a community involvement realistically. And if you break it down into pillars, then it makes you able to see where your one thing is for each of those things, but it still allows you to have a range of things that you're interested in. And so you can do your business, you can keep fit, you can still keep up the spiritual side of your life, etc. When you're in business and you're looking for your one thing, I start by looking at a few things. First, profitability, growth potential, the size of the market the connections that I already have, and also, is it fun? So it's a case of looking around at that. In my case, obviously, I chose SEO, and that's changed now. But it makes a difference when you really look at it and go, what's the most profitable part of my business? What do I enjoy doing most? And when they start to tie together, you go, actually, maybe I should just double down on here because if I do this thing, it will lead to those other opportunities, etc. So be hard on yourself when you're going through this process. It, re- it really does require some introspection. Remember, that I love saying inch wide, mile deep. The fact of the matter is it's a truth. You can go inch wide, mile deep in multiple pillars and have your one things if you want to. And you can do it very successfully. You can succeed academically. You can succeed in sport. You can succeed in your community engagement. You don't have to be all in one pot. You can actually, by choosing one thing, be all in a couple of pots. And it makes for a more rounded life and a more rounded business life as well. And in the end, I truly believe that it makes life simpler. And I've seen it many times, not just only within a classroom, within business, talking with other business owners, dealing with community and all that. But it just makes life simpler when you focus in on things. So it's essential to address the common obstacles that you might face when you're trying to focus in on your one thing. Okay, The world's filled with constant distractions and a multiple task vying for your attention. And staying focused can be a significant challenge. Perhaps you find yourself procrastinating or maybe competing priorities continually push your one thing to the back burner. 
If this sounds familiar, don't worry. You're not alone. It may not be easy, but remember, every step you take brings you closer to achieving your ultimate goal. It's the facts. You will get distractions everywhere along your right path. And I have this theory. (laughs) I have lots of theories. I have this theory that I know when I'm on the right path because I'll always hit a wall. And to me, that wall might be a psychological wall rather than a physical wall. But you talk about the four-minute mile, no one would go under four minutes, et cetera, et cetera. And if someone did it, then everybody could do it. I see the same thing in my life. I'll be working on something and there's always this thing that holds me back and holds me back. And it takes me a while to realize that's the wall. And when I realize it's the wall, I can bust through that and drive through on my one thing. But if you don't bust through that wall, you won't be going forward. It's simple. There's no way around it. There's no way over it. It's right in front of you and it's psychological and it will hold you there forever until you break through it. And the only way through it is to go head on. In my world, it's the final test before you hit smooth sailing. Okay. Once you get through that wall, everything else just falls into place and everything starts to go really well because that was the thing, the one thing that's holding you back. I have failed too many times at that wall. I've hit that wall and decided it's too hard or I'm doing the wrong thing or whatever. Sometimes I'm smart enough to realize that the wall is there to remind me that I am on the right track. So it helps me to realize that I'm going the right way. As I said, when you know what your one thing is, it will help you overcome distractions and barriers. But you've got to be there. You've got to realize that they're there and you're going to have to go through them. One of the things I like to do is just to keep my things listed in front of me, even if it's just a simple list of words for my different areas, whether it be my physical ones, my spiritual ones or whatever. Having them around me constantly is one way to do that. And we'll discuss this in the next section. So with your one thing identified and strategies in place to overcome distractions, the next step is to maintain your focus over time. It's one thing to start with a burst of energy and motivation, but it's another thing entirely to sustain that focus over a long haul. That's where goal setting, obviously, and breaking it down tasks into manageable parts come into play. I'm not a huge one for goal setting in the traditional sense, but I do believe that it's really important. So if you've set your one thing, it actually allows you to make decisions more easily because you're going for that one thing. Okay. What I do suggest, and I've done this myself and it seems to work for me, is that you write them out each day. You write out your main one thing and then you write out your 90-day goals that you've got to do. There might be three goals that you need to achieve in 90 days or it might only be one and the things that you need to do to achieve it. When you're writing them out each day, it reminds you of what the one thing is you're trying to achieve and also what steps you need to do to get there, and then you can tick them off as you go. But it reinforces in your mind, this is what I need to be doing here. This is what I need to be doing there. So from a business perspective, this works really well. Personally, I find it almost impossible to do, okay? It's the nature of who I am. Forcing myself to do the same thing each day is so hard, it's painful. But I know when I force myself to do it, Even if I have a cup of coffee each morning and I do it while I have my coffee, I actually achieve a lot more. Another thing you can do to help you focus over time is to put aside a day a week or a specific time 
so people know that you'll be doing that thing at that time. So I know every Tuesday night, my family knows I'll be at the fire station because that's what I do on Tuesday nights. It might be that Fridays I do no work for anyone else and I only work on my speaking or whatever it is. But set aside some time frames. It doesn't have to be all day. It could be two hours on Friday morning or something like that. But you can dedicate things to your different pillars to allow you to achieve in all of them. If you try and do it and see what happens when it naturally flows, your energy is going to fall down one path more than others, and then you'll get annoyed or disappointed that you haven't really achieved in these other areas that you want to achieve in, which are really important to you. So another example is I go to the gym three mornings a week, and I walk five days a week. And I generally do it around the same time, and then I get on with my work day. But I know that I'm going to get up, have breakfast, and go to the gym. And that allows me to make sure that I'm hitting my fitness goals, which I need to hit to stay healthy. And as I always say, so I don't die on the fire ground. So let's take a little bit of a moment now to reflect on the real life benefits and success stories that come from focusing on your one thing. It's, it's not just a theoretical concept. It's been proven effective in countless situations from business success to personal fulfillment. And In this case, I'm going to obviously stick with my theory of one thing. I see it in my own life. When I'm not got these things set up, I'm all over the place. When I know what they are, it works well. I see that most successful speakers are focused in on their lane for their one thing in their business area. They know what their lane is. They know what their topic is. That's what they do. And everybody else knows it too, which makes it easy to remember them. The other thing is it develops a lifetime of knowing about a topic, a lifetime of learning. So my friend Lindsay Adams, who helps people connect better and understand other people, he's been doing that a long time. He's an expert on it. He really knows his stuff. And it makes it so easy for him and for his audiences because they get to hear someone who really understands what they're talking about. Some people, once they get into their one thing, and I've Again, seen many speakers do this. They wrote multiple books. They do multiple talks on the topic. They have consultations in the area. They even run training programs, everything. So from a business perspective, having that one thing works really well. But a lot of those people, I've seen them start out and they're just business and then they realize that they're not eating well, they're not exercising well, they're not sleeping well, all these things. And they have to pull back a bit and start to look at those other pillars, those other one things. And as they pull those other one things into line and focus in on their areas, whether that be spiritual, physical, etc., I notice their lives come back on track much better, they're much happier, and they seem to get on really well. Another example, my daughter has a crochet business where she sells crochet patterns online, and she's just focused in on that as her business concept. She has her studies, etc., as well. But She's doubling down, adding more patterns. And as she grabs more patterns and builds a social media presence, she's just getting stronger and stronger and getting more and more clients. And it's so good to see her just applying that focus in on the area. My my younger son, obviously, swimming and studies. He's focused in on his swimming, doing very well there. He's focused in on his studies, doing very well there. My eldest boy's dedication to music and guitar and now taking that into teaching. He's really focused on his music and his teaching and he's really just going ahead in leaps and bounds and becoming so successful in that area. My wife, (laughs) her dedication to helping other people see being an optometrist has allowed her to change 
many lives from little kids who can't read because they can't see properly to even my own because obviously I wear glasses too. I see it all around me all the time. The success of focusing in on one thing and applying my theory, one theory, one thing in each pillar of your life. When you can apply this theory of one thing, it helps you to influence and change thousands of lives, but it also keeps your life simple and easier to manage and allows you to gain great success in the different areas that you want to do well in. Focusing in on your one thing is more than just a productivity strategy. It's a philosophy of life, okay? It's about identifying what truly matters to you, carving out the distractions and dedicating your energy and resources to that which will make the most significant impact on your goals and your life. Today, I've looked at the journey of understanding the one thing concept, my version of that, identifying your one thing, overcoming distractions and maintaining focus. And a couple of examples from my life around me where this principle works really well. I hope these insights have inspired you and more importantly, equipped you with the tools to discover and focus on your one thing. Remember, it's not about doing more, it's about doing what matters most. As you move forward, I encourage you to take these lessons to heart and implement them in your own life and witness the transformation that focusing in on your one thing can bring. Now, I prefer my version of the one thing better because it encompasses the whole person, but everybody has their own theories. If you see value in there for yourself, let me know. Maybe I'll write a book about that one day. I hope you found this episode of our podcast, Focusing In On Your One Thing, interesting. If you did, I have a challenge for you. Hit that like button and subscribe to the podcast right now and then share this episode with another speaker who could use the tips and strategies we've shared. Let's help each other grow our businesses and make an impact in the speaking world. Together, we can reach even more people and make a bigger difference. So don't wait. Take action now and share the love. Thanks for tuning in and get ready for more exciting business building tips in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Profitable Speaking Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, please help a friend and share it with them. Until next time, we hope you have a fun and profitable week.